And I would look, I felt like, thanks. It felt great. <laughs> it's like that moment, like, he never denied me anything. He would always buy me everything. And it was a feeling like, oh, thanks. You're not my father, but you guys see me as your daughter, and you guys love me and gave me everything. It was American philosopher Henry David Thoreau who once said, the language of friendship is not words, but meanings. It's an idea you can probably apply to just about every single human relationship. At the end of the day, what makes us tied to that person? What makes them tied to us? And at the end of the day, what does it mean that we're tied together? Whether that bond is with a family member or a friend or a romantic interest. We know their importance, the importance of these bonds. Anthropologists have actually been able to work out that there's a direct correlation between the size of a primate's brain and their propensity for socializing. We know the mechanisms of things like love. Some researchers claim to have gotten it down to a T. With romantic love, there's a stage of lust, then the second stage of attraction, and the third stage of attachment. With familial love, it's mostly about attachment driven by a different set of hormones, but at the end of the day, with all of the theorizing about how it works, there's less of an understanding of why it works, and of course the why behind the why behind the why it works. Because the truth is, there's not always words for it. Words often can't even begin to describe the things that matter. Take for instance, how you might define being related to someone. You can say that it's a simple matter of sharing a certain percentage of your DNA or being blood relatives, but what of all the exceptions to the rule? What about all those people we might call aunts or sisters or brothers who we're not actually related to, but it feels like they are? And what about those people we are related to? Parents and extended family who don't quite feel like they're related to us. Because there's something about close relationships. There's a certain kind of language that is built, created, evolves between two people. You understand each other. It might be an inside joke or it might be a certain sound that you make might be a way you look at each other or a thing you come to expect, but you understand each other in a way that doesn't require words and often transcends them. And it starts to bleed into everything you do together. It's in your customs, in your behaviors, in the choices you make. You build a culture of you and them, and you don't even realize you're doing it. But it's somewhere in that culture where it resides, those meanings of what it means to be you and what it means to be them and what it means to be the two of you or the three of you or the four of you together, what it means to be friends, partners, family. Welcome to The Human Project. This podcast is all about people, who we are and the who, what and where that makes us who we are. It's a podcast built on the simple premise that everyone has a story and that that story is worth listening to. The story you're about to hear is from Juanita. 
In a lot of ways, this story is about family. The more lighthearted aspects, perhaps, but also the intricacies of proximity and parenthood and what they mean at different times and with different people. As always, this podcast is completely independently conceived of, produced by, and hosted by myself, Pedro De Silva. So if you like what you hear, make sure to leave a five-star review. It goes a long way in making sure that other people who might be looking for stories worth listening to get a chance to hear it. Also, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. As always, thank you for making this possible. What is your name? Juanita. Juanita. Um, tell me about where you grew up. I grew up, well, I was born in Mexico. They brought me to the United States when I was about like three years old. I lived in Hood River for a while. And then when I was like 11, we moved here to Washington. If you feel comfortable, and only if you feel comfortable, why the move? Oh, because I used to live with my, I didn't live with my parents. When I was like around five, I decided to go live with my uncle and aunt. They say that I would cry for them <laughs> wow. when I was little. So they're like, okay. And my my uncle and aunt never had kids. So I was like their only child. So I moved with them. And then when, it, when I was 11, I was like, oh, I want to go back with my parents. And my parents lived here. Wow. So I came back with them. And they were, they were okay with that? Well, like it was my dad's brother. Okay. And they had no kids, and I was like always attached to them. They would always come when we lived here. I don't know. They say that I would cry for them. <laughs> they're like, they got tired of probably hearing me cry every single day for them. So they're like, okay, go ahead. So that's why I went to live with them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What was their relationship like then to each other? I feel like in my culture, like our culture, Mexicans, there's always like they were they didn't get along so well. But, like, at the end of the day, we're like, we're siblings, she loves you, we'll let you go. That's straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was like that. Because yeah. my, I can see, like, my part of family, like, it's always, like, so much argument, so much stuff. But then, at the end of the day, we're like, we're related. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. And I felt like it was like that. <laughs> I just, that's, like, that blows my mind. I what? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now, what's your relationship like to each of them? To when my... You, like when you think about, I guess when you think about growing up or being raised, what does that look like to you now? Well, you're, well that's a good question. I never thought about it. Um, <laughs> well, I felt like my parents let me go it's like why did you guys let me not go because i with my uncles i had no siblings like they didn't have kids never i was like the only child for them and then over here it's like i have like eight nine brothers out here it's like why did you let me go it's like barely i'm getting to um how did you say it like be around my family it's like, why do you do that <laughs> yep okay. but there's no like there's no resentment. Oh, no, 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 no. Because during the summer, I would always come down here with them okay. and spend it with them. So it was like, no. It was all good. My childhood was great. I don't have no regrets or anything about it. It was just the way it was. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so when you think about a moment with your uncle growing up, 
a moment that if you imagine it was like a record that you place on a record player, if you were to play that record, you would feel something. What moment comes to mind? <laughs> you got me clueless for a minute. Maybe it makes you happy, maybe it makes you laugh because it was ridiculous, or you know, maybe it's a little sad or bittersweet. Something that I can say, I don't think I remember. Something I would love about him that he would always do. Like every time he would go to the store, he would never say no to me. He would buy me everything I would ask for. Really? And I would like, I felt like, thanks. It felt great. <laughs> it's like that moment, like he never denied me anything. He would always buy me everything. And it was a feeling like, oh, thanks. You're not my father, but you guys see me as your daughter, and you guys love me and gave me everything. How do you feel about that now? Like looking back, I feel great. There were great people. Yeah. Everything. I don't. How do I say? It? I feel great as a person. I, I because I consider them as my parents because I spent my my young years with them and it was nice. They always treated me good. They gave me everything they could. It was nice. It was nice. Tell me about someone you love. My parents. I love my parents. They do many things for me too. <laughs> yes, they send me away, but they're great people. My dad, he's always there. He's always supporting us. It doesn't matter if we mess up. He's always there for us. What would you say was the funniest part about how or where you grew up? <laughs> no, you got me clueless right there. I don't know. Funniest part? What's well, not funny, but I was like, I felt like it was nice growing up. And it's like here in Paulsville, there's a trailer park, and like all my family lives there. Yeah. And it was so nice. Like all my siblings, aunts, everybody lived That's there. That's convenient. So it was, it was like all the trailers full of Mexicans. And it was funny because it was like all my family living there. Yeah. And it was nice. What's one thing that you all do together that's like one of your favorite things to do? Every Sunday we get together at my parents. It's our family time. What do you do there? My mother cooks for us and we're just all there. What kind of things are cooked? Mexican food. What kind of? <laughs> <laughs> like, she'll make rice, beans, meat, tamales, pozole. It's like a Mexican little thing that she does. It works. Yes. Um, when you think about what's wrong with the world, what do you think about? Racism. <laughs> There's a lot of racism, is that how you say it? A lot of people that don't want my culture or something like that. It's like, I think in every culture there's bad and good people. Sometimes you like just like to point at one culture. Yeah, that's what I think. Do you think that there's a way we can fix that? Yes, I think there is. Change your president. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not there. a president. It would be nice. I'm just looking it out there. No. It takes time. You can't fix everything fast. Yeah. What's one of the best things you've learned in life? Or the most important things you've learned in life? I think I've learned in life. 
Learn how to be grateful for everything I have because many people don't have it. And I feel grateful because my parents, my uncles, and everybody has always supported me, has always given me. And I'm thankful for people. Wow. What's the most recent thing someone's taught you? not have anger towards other people that hurt you. Was that, did they teach you that like directly or indirectly? Um, not directly, like indirectly. Don't have anger, let it go. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about a time you did something unexpected. Tell me about the time you surprised yourself. I surprised myself when I graduated because I never thought I would have made it. Really? <laughs> yes. Well, I graduated from high school. I was the first one in my family to graduate. And it was like a little pressure because my other brother didn't decide to graduate. So he just got out of school. And I felt that little pressure because I was like the first one. It's like, oh, come on, I have to do it. <laughs> yeah. So, but that pressure, was that more was that more internal or was it as much external as it was? Like, you know, I think it was like both. It was both, okay. So people did like expect that. Of you. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay, well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Have you ever wondered what's happening when the mic isn't running, or what's behind this podcast, or what's some of the creative process behind the human project? If so, then you should connect with me on Patreon. Patreon is a paid membership site that allows you to connect with all of your favorite creators and support them. With my Patreon, the goal is really to provide a platform for behind-the-scenes access, exclusive patron-only content, occasional peeks into my own life, voting rights to help decide the direction that the podcast goes in, excerpts from interviews that didn't quite make the 17-minute time frame, and so much more. It's really just a place to go if you want to connect and want to stay involved with the Human Project and basically take it to the next level. Also, if you're on social media, you can connect with me on Instagram at Foster, that's F-O-H-S-T-E-R. As always, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes and leave that five-star rating to let other people know that these are stories worth listening to and I'll see you next time. Leave your side. You know better than that. You think I'd leave you down when you're down on your knees? I wouldn't do that. I'll tell you right when you want.
you could only see into me Oh, when you call, I'll be there to hold you tight to me. Oh.